Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our August 2019 CTSS quiz. I hope you're having a great summer. I'm sure where you are, particularly if you're on the East Coast, it's really hot. Baltimore every day is the same. High 90s, thunderstorms, windstorms, and a whole lot of trees knocked down. Hopefully it won't be too bad this weekend, though everyone tells me it's going to be record highs. But nevertheless, if it's record highs, there's only one thing you can do. And that's through your CTSS quiz. So we have 10 terrific cases for you. And without further ado, let me get started. In this case, I ask, what's the likely diagnosis to explain the right renal artery? If you look at the right renal artery on the coronal view, but especially on the MIP imaging, you can see the beating of the renal artery. And compare that to the left renal artery, which looks perfectly smooth. This is not an aneurysm, though if you only had one little tiny bump, then you would say aneurysm. Obviously, it's not stenosis. Vasculitis can cause irregularity in the vessels, but it's usually areas of narrowing and thinning and irregularity. This is a classic for FMD or fibromuscular hyperplasia. A very, very nice example. Uh, some people call it hyperplasia. It's really fibromuscular dysplasia. Uh, just a really, really classic example. This is a simple case, and today I was at adrenal conference, is why I show this case. It wasn't one of the cases from conference, but we always see these people get very excited about these lesions. They kind of want to work the patient up. If you look at the lesion, it's low density. In fact, you put a cursor, it's minus 30. You look at it compared to the retroperitoneal fat, which is typically minus 80. This is a fatty lesion. It's well-defined, incidental. This is an adrenal myelolipoma. It's not an adenoma. Adenomas typically go as low as minus 10. This is minus 30. Carcinomas are solid and irregular and enhanced, and this is not adrenal hyperplasia. So a classic adrenal myelolipoma. This patient presented with chest pain, and what's the best diagnosis? When you look at the axial images, you look at the root of the aorta and you see a dissection. This is a gated acquisition, which is critical. I see mistakes all the time where people don't do gated acquisitions and they assume what they're seeing is motion or at times they have motion and they'll call it a dissection. We are doing cinematic rendering with this black blood approach, and look how nicely you see the flap within the lumen. This is just a beautiful example of a type A dissection, just a really good case. Obviously, it's not a motion artifact, it's not an intramural hematoma, and type B dissections begin just past the left subclavian artery. This patient, FUO, and what's the best diagnosis? So, you see in this case a large spleen, and there's four choices here, and mono, lymphoma, and sarcoid all can give you a large spleen. TB can occasionally, but it's, it's rarer. But then you look and you say, oh my goodness, look at those nodes in the subcrural space. Look at the peripancreatic and parioidic nodes. Now, mono can give you nodes, but this would be a lot of nodes. And sarcoid can give you nodes, but it's rare to ever see subcrural nodes, and these are kind of bulky. And I will admit at times, sarcoid and lymphoma can look very similar. But when you see large bulky nodes, subcrural nodes, peripancreatic nodes in a big spleen, you're dealing with lymphoma, and lymphoma indeed is the correct answer in this case. This is a wonderful case. Um, when you look at the images, you see this quote-unquote foreign body, and then I ask you, what is the device? It isn't there accidentally. And what's it used to repair? 
Well, when you look at it both on the axial as well as the MIP imaging, and I have the most incredible cinematic renderings here, but we're submitting it to radiology, so I don't want to use it. Or radiology won't accept it. Um, you can see that this device is sitting between the right and left atrium. So it's not going to be a VSD. You don't treat atrial septal aneurysms with occluder devices, and this is an Amplatz occluder device, and you don't get pseudoaneurysms there. The classic thing you have is an ASD. We don't see the ASD because it's been taken care of by the Amplatz occlusion device. Just a very nice set of images. In this case, I asked you for the best diagnosis. Well, you say, well, could this be an ASD? There's a bulge between the left atrium and the right atrium. Surely this is not a VSD. It's not a pseudoaneurysm. Could this be an ASD? Well, you can see how sharply defined it is, particularly well shown on the cinematic rendering. That's the classic appearance for atrial septal aneurysm. Just a beautiful, beautiful example of that. Very nicely shown, and typically nothing is done about that. This is a great case, and it's very subtle. And what's the best diagnosis? So what are we looking at? If you look at about the S2 level on the axial, there's a soft tissue mass present, which is better seen on the sagittal view, which is literally in the cord, but it's the cord doesn't extend it that low, obviously. So what could this be? It's not a meningocele. That's not the appearance of meningocele, and those are cystic. Lymphoma, that'd be exceedingly rare to have lymphoma there. Neurogenic tumor, typically if it was a neurogenic tumor, you'd see bone erosion. This is soft tissue mass. It appears to be enhancing. It's kind of a classic location for ependymoma. Just a wonderful case, and I have not seen too many of these cases. This patient had a recent gunshot wound, was discharged, now has thigh pain. What's going on? And they've palpated a mass, and you could see there's a outpouching off the patient's superficial femoral artery. You can see it nicely with MIP and with the volume rendering. It's not a hematoma because it's really communicating and enhancing with the vessel. It's not a sarcoma, right? This is a big vascular mass. It's not active bleed because if it was active bleed, you would see changes in the boundary. It's really a well-defined process. It's connecting and communicating with the SFA. And a patient with recent trauma, be it stab wound or gunshot wound, this is the classic appearance of a pseudoaneurysm off the superficial femoral artery. Okay, just a beautiful image, both on the MIP and on the 3D reconstructions. This patient had right lower quadrant pain, and I'm asking you what's the least likely diagnosis. Well, what do I see? I see a large mass. It's solid. Maybe it's enhancing a bit. It's displacing bowel but not obstructing bowel. I could easily go with a small bowel gist tumor. A large duodenal gist tumor would work well. Um, I could go with lymphoma, but one solid mass lymphoma and seeing nothing else, I'd have a problem with that. But you can get big mesenteric masses with, hemat with lymphoma, but I'm just not that excited. Is this a hematoma? Well, it's not high density, it's not low density, it's large, right in the mesentery, has mass effect. I just think this is not, I would not consider hematoma. To me, this is a solid tumor. The other possibility is a desmoid tumor, fibromatosis. Um, I would have gone with a gist tumor here or some sort of sarcoma, but I would have gone with something coming from small bowel. This was operated on, this was a desmoid tumor. So 
Desmoid tumors usually are seen in patients with Gardner syndrome. That wasn't the case here. Desmoid tumors can simulate mesenteric masses, carcinoid tumors, lymphoma, just tumors. So it's a great mimicker, but we don't see them all that often. In this case, I'm asking you for the best diagnosis in a 50-year-old with left adrenal mass. So the first thing that's critical to recognize on this case is you don't see the right kidney. And this is a MIP imaging, one of them, the one on the left is volume rendering. So if the kidney was there, you would see it. Now, if you look at this mass and forgetting everything, if you only had the adrenal circled in, it could be a pheo. It's a large mass, some vascularity, could be a primary carcinoma. Lymphoma, usually a bilateral, but it could be, though usually it's not very vascular, but I couldn't exclude it. And in theory, it could be metastatic renal cell carcinoma, right? Because it's a solid mass and any mass can be metastasis. Well, with the patient's right kidney gone and this lesion being vascular, that pushes you from pheo and adrenal carcinoma over to metastatic renal cell carcinoma. And this, in fact, was renal cell carcinoma. Just a beautiful example of metastatic renal cell carcinoma to the adrenal. And in this case, it was to the contralateral adrenal. Very nicely seen. So with that, I've given you 10 terrific cases. Take a look. We hope you like them. And just to let you know, if you want to see more cases, you can always look at CTSS for cases. Or you can go to the Apple Store and download our iQuiz, which has well over 1,000 of these incredible cases literally through June 2019. They're incredible. There's discussions, there's references, and you can't beat the price. And with that, thank you very much for your attention. Catch you next time. Bye. If you liked what you heard here today, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and visit our website, ctsus.com, for lectures, quizzes, pearls, and more. Also, be sure to check out our apps that are available for free on the Apple Store. All links are in the description box below.